Welcome to the Strictly Business Podcast. Hey guys, before you watch this amazing video, please do me one favor and subscribe to this YouTube channel, ring the doorbell and give it a thumbs up. That will mean the world to me. Thank you. I just wanted to talk to you guys about how to maximize your content efforts for both SEO and for social media. So let me jump right into that. So everyone knows that, you know, SEO is really, really important. You've got to create a lot of content and the same thing on social media. And there's a lot of social media gurus telling you sort of how to build um, content and how to run ads. So today I wanted to talk to you about what you can, uh, an SEO strategy that I think is the best for maximizing both your your blogging text efforts as well as embedding and integrating that on your social media so you can be as most efficient as possible when creating your content as well as saturating and creating the best possible chances of being found by your customers so i'm going to use today i'm going to use an example today of a pest control company so what's what's going to happen is every time i sort of give examples of content suggestions um, images things like that it's going to be based upon a pest control company and you're just going to have to interpret it yourself and if you've got any questions hey man just email us and i'll get back to you andrew at amigadigital.com.au so for example we know we've done the research we know there is substantial amount of traffic for the keyword how to get rid of ants now what i've basically been telling our client is let's produce that piece of content how to get rid of ants um, most websites are now built on wordpress so this shouldn't be too much of an issue for you um, if you if you are struggling to sort of um, create blog post content then you may need to actually talk to your web developer and figure out how you can get a blog installed on your website most websites are built on blog on, on wordpress so the blogging functionality is built in but just in case you need to talk to a dev a web developer or, or an it specialist so how to get rid of ants what i reckon what i recommend is create and whatever that looks like for you in your industry you have to figure out what people are asking um, in regards to help um, how-tos are one of my favorites because pretty much every industry there's a how-to there's a what is um, there's questions being asked that it's going to improve your website um, and your business visibility marketing is not sales and so when you're producing content it does seem like some clients go look will sort of have in their tone or they even ask us directly why do we want to give away our trade secrets why do we want to give away our diy tips and my answer is always the same because you cannot underestimate how lazy people are and just sometimes people just think myself included when it comes to pest control that i'm not going to do it myself and that it's just not worth it for 195 bucks 200 bucks 300 bucks to, for someone to spray my house once a year i don't want to get involved and so a lot of people feel the exact same way. And even if what, what DIY tips can also do is also um, showcase how difficult it is to do tasks on your own when you don't have the expertise um, and when you're, when you're sort of not the most how-to DIY person, i.e. me, um, finding ways, to, uh, getting other people to get to, to, to do them for me is something that I always prefer, provided that I believe that they can do a really great job um, to get a professional involved. And, 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 and that's sort of always how I've leaned. So 
when you create a piece of content, a how-to piece of content, in this case, how to get rid of ants, you write a 1,500-word article. And in that article, you also include images. And those images should be high-quality images that you can use in the blog and on Instagram and Facebook. And the reason that I recommend to clients not just posting images on Instagram and not the website is because when people are doing a Google image search, those images will be attributed and the traffic will basically lean towards uh, Instagram. So it's your content that you're basically directing that traffic back to your, back to Instagram. Even if it is landing on your profile, it's still in traffic that then has to come back to your website if that's important. And I just find you might as well upload it to both platforms. So uh, you can maximize your leverage on the images. So the images you believe are Instagram worthy that those should also be embedded nice, big. You can even use something, uh, different widgets where if you click on the image, um, the image even blows up and it's really high def. And then you can also scale it down because you want to obviously optimize for page speed. So when you are writing an article, like how do I get rid of ants, and you are writing 1,500 words, embed the Instagram worthy or the best possible quality images you can, provided that you try to keep image sizes well under one megabyte. Um, try to keep them around 200 or less if possible. So the formats that you use, um, try to, 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 to keep track of that. There's a lot of new image file formats out there. There's different ways to sort of embed images to, uh, to reduce file size. And there's a lot of different things you can do. But as a rule of thumb, try to keep image size down um, but maintaining pretty decent quality. If you do have to sacrifice a little bit of quality for pay for the actual reducing of the file size of those images then definitely do it because it's just not worth having a web page that loads slow because most of the time people are going to click back and you also have to make sure that people are most of the time those people would be searching and browsing your content from a mobile device so how do i get rid of ants 1500 words and under each subheading so it might be how do i get rid of ants um what are some natural treatments and then underneath you've got ants you might have a picture of the natural treatments that you use that you're going to up you're going to also post on instagram so you might want an article with about four or five images and you also want to post those images each in separate posts on instagram uh, you can refer back um, to the article but if it's not if it's not generally uh, running ads, it's not going to be linked. It's going to be hard for the person. Uh, you can put the, you can put your blog link in your Instagram bio. I know a lot of people who actually do that, so you can you can opt for that option if you like. But those images should have individual posts on the on, on Instagram. And speaking about each subheading when you're posting an image, take some of that text and write it for Instagram. So you have to realize Instagram is probably going to be a little bit more lighthearted than your blog post. So if it's a picture of ants with a, with a natural uh, pesticide or whatever you're using to remove the ants from your home, you know, make sure that you're describing, you know, this is the chemicals we use, and then it gives you, you've got five images that you're using under each post, and then you can take each image and give it context around that particular subheading. So if it's, you know, natural pest treatment of the removal of ants, um, or, you know, um, a picture of, you know, ants on the floor and someone stepping on them and say, you know, DIY tips that don't work in your article, then put that picture on Instagram and show how there's DIY tips that don't work and give that context. So your article has all the images under the relevant subheadings and a nice image layout normally is like a list form 
or you know you know like five DIY tips to get rid of ants or five easy ways to get rid of ants um, and then you, how to get rid of ants is great that would be direct but you might also want to put some like a list form in that as well um, like a list format if that makes sense and I'm trying to cover multiple different options and across different industries and different scenarios so it's really really tough but once you've got those images they're also on your in your blog now what I recommend that you do is go to is create a, a YouTube video and on the YouTube video you can actually demonstrate every single point so if perhaps you know your article talks about the natural treatment of pest removal you're in that video you know demonstrating on on YouTube um, you know how to get rid of ants naturally from your home um, you've got that video you've, you've you've taken about a five six minute video you you're in it nice dressed professionally look the part and then you're you're speaking about that and and providing a little bit more context and it's visual so if you if you, you can show yourself in the physical treatment of the removal of ants using that natural product you can show the falls and afters and then you can take that youtube video the reason that i recommend youtube over every other platform when it comes to maximizing um, your visibility through video content and for seo is because google owns it and they're more likely to embed a youtube content than a facebook video but it's not a clear cut rule, but I just personally recommend YouTube. So you take that YouTube video that's optimized for YouTube audience, but you're embedding that into your article. And there's many different ways to embed YouTube videos to make them look the part. If you go to omegadigital.com.au, you'll see on our homepage, we've got a nice picture with a little play button that's all sort of themed and matches the design of our website. And then when you click on that, then a video opens. So there's a lot of different tricks you can use to have like an outer layer that then when they click on it, then it just opens up YouTube rather than just a simple, basic um, YouTube embed. So I definitely recommend embedding those YouTube videos. Then you got two options for your audio. So what you want to cover is text, video, audio. So for audio, you want to build a podcast. There's two ways you can actually go about doing that. And then you can embed those audio files in to your platform so you can either take that video content if it's really visual it's going to be really hard so you might have to use the latter option that i'm going to discuss but if you can take that video if it's really like like this format for example where it's not really visual you don't really need to see me um, i'm going to take this exact video and convert it into audio and upload it to soundcloud that it gets distributed to itunes and i believe spotify but there's a bit of issues there but the platform that i recommend i've been doing that since 2018 but we, but the platform i recommend is anchor.fm i think that's the best platform it does all the distribution for you so you can either convert that to audio and then upload it to Anchor FM and that will get distributed to iTunes and all the major Google uh, Google podcasts and the rest. So that, that distribution, which is really powerful, is done for you in that app. Or you can, if it doesn't make sense to convert your video format into audio, then you can take, then you might need to actually um, redo the podcast around the removal of ants in a way that people who are listening um, can can basically understand exactly what you're doing. And sometimes I even basically have uh, told, I've given the advice of the clients, even if you read out the article, 
and then just sort of deviate where it makes sense, you know, where you can elaborate and give more detail. And sometimes audibly you can sort of quickly touch on different areas without creating, you know, a super long um, podcast. And that way you can take that podcast and you can embed it into the article. And so one of my favorite ways to to uh, to do that is I just take like an embed file and I'll dump it in. But because my content is la- largely video based, I haven't even started doing that yet on a, on, a, on a massive scale. But embedding audio files into your blog article. So if someone lands on that article and then have to drive somewhere, they can actually listen to it. Or if they have the, the ability to, to read and to watch your content, you've got audio, you've got video, and you've got a text-based content that's ready to saturate your um, target market. And by having the videos, and if you can actually embed the Google Hangouts, uh, sorry, Google Hangouts, <laughs> Google Podcasts into your article, definitely definitely do that um but i haven't done that before so i don't know exactly how that works but i would definitely recommend embedding um those audio files into your article so then you've got a potentially chance to rank for anchor on google podcast when someone types in how to get rid of ants you've got images so you before you even look at google image search you can even Actual images can actually physically rank on the standard web results where most of the attention is going to be. And when you're naming those files, actually call them, you know, like, you know, how to get rid of ants with natural treatment.jpg, for example, and make sure you actually use the right file names. And so now those images can potentially rank you for the web page, the blog, obviously, that you've written that can try to rank. You've also got the video itself that can rank on the Google search results. So you've got audio, you so you've got video, you've got the text, and you've got the images all ready to rank for one piece of content. And then you take those, all those videos, uh, and sorry, take those images and distribute them on, on, on Instagram and on Facebook. And from one piece of content, you can then create and distribute multiple different smaller pieces providing context and you're going to if you do that for an extended period of time based upon the fact that people are searching for that on Instagram on 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 Google and on YouTube search you are going to increase views you're going to increase traffic and I do this on I'm trying to push my clients to do this even at a grander scale but even the scale that we are doing it is getting getting success it is driving quality traffic to the website and even if they're not ready to buy you can always retarget them later using other techniques so having a one piece of text blog content creating really good quality images creating a really good quality video on youtube that embeds into the article and turning that into an audible piece of uh, 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 podcast goodness you've now basically ticked every single box and I know and I'm one and I'm one of them I'm not great at text and I'm not really that good on video my 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 favorite platform is audio you don't see me and I've got to go on my rants um, and I'm walking out in the wilderness where I'm comfortable um, <laughs> you know it, it just fits me better but then I've got people to help me write content that are better writers but 
I would rather you, if you can't afford someone to write content, I'd rather you write content yourself on 1,000, 1,500 words. And if you need ideas, I want to take away all the excuses from you. So you can email me at andrew at omegadigital.com.au. Tell me your industry and I'll give you some ideas to write about. I'll give you five ideas to write about. And once they're all done, you've done exactly what I've told you to do. I'll give you more because I want to take away your excuse not to create content, flush it down the toilet and say saranara. I think that's how you say saranara. Anyway, guys, I'll leave it there. If you've got any questions, if it's on YouTube, leave me a comment if you can. And if you want to email and outreach and Twitter us, it's at Omega Digital, at Andrew Glintos if you want to tweet at me personally. Send me an email and tell me how good I've done in this video um, at andrewandamigadigital.com.au. Thanks a lot, guys, and have a wonderful day.